Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is episode 107. I'm your host, Kat, and with me, just as they always are, Caden and Austin. Howdy. Hello. Now, before we get into all the fun... Uh, my other podcast, Spoiler They Die, just released an episode on June 8th that covers the serial killer Dayton Rogers. So if true crime is your kind of thing, go give it a listen. So what have you guys been playing this week? Um, so I've been doing a bit of For Honor with a buddy of mine. It's objectively an awful game, but he and I, for some reason, really like it. And we're decent. I'd, I'd, I'd like to say decent at it. Um, I've also been, you know, got to play a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons with uh, Austin, and I play a little bit of it on the side too, uh-huh. but not a whole lot. Yeah, because he had to go to I bed. Just, he was so tired. Oh yeah, I didn't get much sleep that night. He didn't get his yeah. nappy foo earlier, so he he had to go and get his <laughs> get his sleep on. Hey, say what you want to say. Naps yeah, are well, great. Yeah, and I've also we've I've also had some stuff to kind of do around the house. One of our one of my family members got injured, so I've been having a. Uh, help them out with some of the stuff they usually do around the house. Cannibalize the 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 remains. Okay, I th- I think I can understand that. Yep, yep, pretty much. They, yeah, dig dig the hole. Make sure it looks natural. You know, throw plants of grass there. Uh, in fact, yeah, we we actually decided to start doing some yard work in light of their sudden and very upsetting passing. I'm sorry. Are we talking about hiding a body? No. You're talking about hiring a body. I'm talking about, you know, redoing my y- yard to cope with death. Are we, and I was about am to I talk on the right podcast me. right now? Probably not. <laughs> but we're all in a pretty good mood. So, I mean, just like for me, I mean, I was playing Civilization 6 for free. Yeah, how is that? I've got that on Epic, but I haven't gotten around to actually playing it. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely has a lot of variety of ways for you to lose. <laughs> yeah. How's it compare? Do you ever play the fifth edition, like the Civ Five? I think the biggest difference is that, you know, trying to get into space, really, you know, trying to race for spacing, being able to okay. build up for that. So that's, for me, that's a huge deal in regards to that. And plus the strategy, it's a lot more variable based, man. You really have to like keep the people happy, make sure that you're getting like a specific amount of culture and science up. So when you're being attacked by your like nearby ally, they like to do surprise wars on you in this game. So all of a sudden you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm buddy with like Pericles from Greece. Yeah, man, we, we dogs, we, we balling it. And then he's like, yo dog, you'll understand in time why I have to do this. And he throws a surprise war and you're just going, but why? Yeah. That's what, that's what happened in Civ five too. Uh, I was just curious as to if they were any, 
you know, sudden noticeable differences between the two. Well, it's definitely like, you know, the graphics, most of the gameplay for like Race for Space. That's really what the right. difference is. And then just the expanding, ever expanding map, which is super fun. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kat? What have you been playing? Um, sleep a lot. Ooh, is that like a <laughs> VR game? Is that like a new experience that we, we can all enjoy? Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, let's not get started on VR. <laughs> it's, money, money. it's a real fun game. I quite enjoy it. I play it every oh. day. Oh, oh. Do you get experience points? How does it work? Uh, nope. You just get sleep points. Mm. Do you get to spend those on anything? Do you know? Do I get you know, like super rare loot if I get a thousand sleep points? Uh, yeah, and you can spend it on a random dream. Ooh, random dream! Is that like a super upgrade, like Kirby, where you suck it in, and then you just turn into like super bad day? What? No. What? Where's this conversation even going? I don't know. <laughs> I just said I've been sleeping. Oh. On top of sleeping, I played a little bit of Stardew Valley earlier this week. And then... Ha! What do you mean, ha? Ha! I knew it. Well, yeah. I love that game. It's great. Ugh. It's a good game. Yes. And uh, then Minecraft Dungeons. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so for those who were interested in the Steam Game Festival and the EA... Uh, play live events those have sadly been postponed no. so they were scheduled to originally run uh from or steam game festival was scheduled to run from the 9th to the 14th of june that has instead been pushed back uh to june 16th through the 22nd uh, i don't know if this has been updated this article has been updated yet but as of the writing of this article the steam page for the game festival hadn't been updated yet but the steam works page had or for the developers uh did reflect the new dates uh, so i i don't know if that'll change whenever this episode airs um but then ea also ea also pushed back their ea play live event uh and it will instead take place on june 18th but why uh at four i believe this is just due to recent you know recent events lies they're oh, just teasing right. us like 1800s women when they think, show the ankle yeah i don't think i don't think they gave exact reasonings for why they pushed back but we can speculate not that I could find the article oh i love to um, speculate i think they're just teasing us just like 1800 women when they show an ankle it's like oh, no, like, oh an ankle <laughs> yeah like so um yeah it's it's due to recent events that have occurred and due to all the conversations and and protests that are taking place right now they decide to push it back in lieu of that okay now can i just backtrack uh -huh. austin did you say tease like 1800s women when they show an angle have you ever seen that meme you've never seen that meme no it's just it's just like you know people are like oh man that thing's just teasing it's like you think that's teasing look back at this and it's like 1800 women like they are not allowed to show anything but like barely an ankle and people were like oh ho, ho, ankle i see your brain is weird uh and yet i'm not gonna touch that with a 10-foot pole and just move on hey austin what's this news article you <laughs> found hooray <laughs> awkward serendipity where you try to move the conversation Double points for you, Caden. Double points for you. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, Switch has had a new king of the year. 
uh, especially since it's the game that we've been playing, Dungeon Minecraft. It has surpassed its apparently rival, its unseated Animal Crossing as the number one spot. And specifically Animal Crossing's New Horizons. Oh, yeah. No. So it's like, holy crap, what happened? They've only been seated for like three months and they're just like, ha ha, we snuck up on you because we're $20 and you're 60 bucks. So we're people are going to love us better. <laughs> well, I think I think another thing about it is while Animal Crossing does have a rampant fan base, I can assure you Minecraft has a much bigger fan What's base. What's the number on that, to be honest? like I, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe the listeners will give us a clue. If anyone listens, just be like, hey, what's the number between Animal Crossing New Horizons and Minecraft? It, that, I just yeah, I need free. to know. Yeah, feel free to hop in our Discord and let us know. But the number of what? The number of the, the like, number people, of- the fan base. Like how many people like play Minecraft on a yearly basis versus like Animal Crossing's New Horizon like fan base. You guys realize it's just a Google search away. Is it? Everything's yes. a Google search away. Don't be lazy. Don't uh-huh. make our listeners do the work for us. Oh man. <laughs> I really wanted to see how that worked. Google it. Oh, oh my goodness. Wah, wah. Well, mm-hmm. point is, it's just so I mean at its at its peak of this month, um the Minecraft servers had, you know, uh, it's approximately six hundred fifty-five thousand players, and Animal Crossing. We'll do New Horizons. Just oh, we'll we'll do Dungeons and uh, Animal Crossing. Research Horizons. on the fly. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. Shout out! Shout out to uh, smoking and drinking in space. We're apparently stealing the material. Oh my! Research on the fly. That's that's their material. I thought it was a thing before. Yeah, that's that's their thing. So does that mean we're infringing on copyrighted material? No. Yeah, saddest Whoops. saddest boys. You can sue us if you want. Hooray! I mean, two of them are my parents. They can't. Right. <laughs> or would they? Da-da. Do they have? They probably don't. Hmm. Minecraft Dungeons, I don't think, would have the players just. Blade. You know what? It's really not that important. Probably not. So, Kat, <laughs> why don't you tell us about the last <laughs> game pot. we played and what's changed since we've last played it? Oh, so yeah, you guys remember Crucible, the Amazon free game? Hooray! Yeah. Um, I'd like to not. I'd like to not remember. Too that. bad. I'd like to forget it. <laughs> so you know how we didn't like it? Uh-huh, well, they made it a whole lot worse. Oh, more. Do tell. Yeah. So they took away two of the three modes in the game. So they could focus on improving the heart of the hive mode, which has proven it's most popular. Well, yeah, because one of the modes, you can only play it with two, with two players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other mode was an arcade mode that I want to say... We never touched. No, that's... Well, we touched it once or twice. I think we touched it once. <laughs> and I can't remember if it was eight human players slash AI players to, you know, sub in and then eight human players, you know, basically human on human, or if it was eight human players against eight AI players. It could all be a lie, but all I know is that it was just 
fun slaughtering the people standing like by you know just not doing anything we're like oh we're winning hooray are you i mean are you are you saying that they're having to shorten the game because they realize that they're a crappy game studio that bit off more than they can chew say it ain't so i don't understand why they're taking those components out of the game it's amazon it's freaking amazon they can pay to have somebody fix all the things that are wrong with it could they be removing it just to, you know, make updates? Do you think that's what could be happening? There's no, but the, yeah, but what's the logic behind that? Why remove choice that's given to the players? Why, why remove uh, choices that give the player freedom to choose what they want exactly. to play? Fix a bug. Because now, because now you're, now you're streamlining them into a single game mode mm. because you were too incompetent to make sure that all three game modes that you made were actually decent. Ho ho ho, um, Caden. So and yeah, so I I I know I I'm not gonna rant on this, but like I said in the last episode, I'm pretty sure that this game was flawed from the start. I think it has just issues with its overall design. And I don't think that trying to update it on the fly is going to fix it. I think it has fundamental issues that are going to continue to plague it. Yeah, there are so many bigger issues than just the two modes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, in fact, I, I believe that, yeah, in this article, so they say that um, they're going to be focusing on uh, voice chat, getting that working and prop, you know, properly working. A, a surrender option, which they did not have. Um, a system to deal with AFK players ruining matches. Because fun fact, if you got an AFK player, it doesn't auto kick them. Um, expanded ping system, which I'm not quite sure what that entails. Um, and then potentially some form of mini map. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully yeah, we'll get that fixed, and maybe they'll try to actually make it better. Then because we're like, well, you basically just took down two thirds of your entire gameplay. We're we're gonna get bored real quick with just one one part of the gameplay. I mean, I got <laughs> bored with well, it. I think even when there were three. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure what they did was. Because again, Amazon doesn't know anything about how to make a game. They looked at it and they went, okay, which was the most popular mode? So uh, Heart of the Hive has, has gotten con- considerable numbers. If we take our fan base and look at the number of players that are playing the game versus how many people are actually playing that mode. These other two are dwindling. Let's remove those and force them to focus on the one that's doing really good. Because that's obviously going to be what keeps them down. And that's a dumb way to look at it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll just have to see how it works out because people, if they're still up for it, they're going to be like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for you guys. We'll see how this rolls over, if it's a complete failure or if it makes it slightly better. I can assure you four, I wouldn't even four months, two, two months from now, no one's going to be touching this game. Ooh, you want to make that into a bet, Caden? I'd love to see that as a bet. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't gamble. <laughs> you should, it's fun. Oh, yeah. It is very fun. That's why you go to Vegas every year. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. It's like, get... Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, are we ready to move on to the game? Uh, oh, do I get to do it this time? Do I get to yes. do it? Hooray! Yes, you get to do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have picked for this week, you know, Minecraft 
Dungeons as our review for this week. You almost uh, did it again where you said Dungeons Minecraft. Dungeons Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so terrible when it comes to the switch around. It just, that's what comes first, man. Cause you know, D before M is right after the lame. Anyways. Oh, do you speak all your words in alphabetical order? Probably. <laughs> I speak, I speak all my sentences in alphabetical order. I wonder if there's actually something called about that in the English language. Anyways. <laughs> it's called dyslexia. Possibly. But it's not actually. Oh, fine. Then it probably is. You just made my worst weakness. <laughs> so that was fun. Anyways. Yeah, pretty much. So basically, it was just released this year, May the 26th of 2020. The developers, uh, Mojang Studios and Double Eleven. It's on pretty much almost every platform. You know, Switch, PlayStation 4, Microsoft, Windows, Xbox Except One. Linux and Apple. Except oh, what? Yeah, so. Linux and Macintosh or Apple. Okay, Are those, then. Do we really consider those platforms for games? I mean, yeah. They have a consi- they have a considerably sized community. Poll. Uh, eh. Eh. Basically, <laughs> back to what I was saying. Sorry, it's, I didn't mean to derail. It's basically an action-adventure RPG and Dungeon Crawler. And basically the synopsis is about this guy, Archie, who is treated very badly until he went out and found the orb, <coughs> cube of power. And then basically he enslaved the entire world and it's up to you to, to you know, save the mobs and defeat Archie. Or as he's preferred in the game, the Arch Illager. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means. But I don't know what an Illager is. I think they're trying to, like, villager. Villager. Come on, even pillager. I got that. Maybe pillager, right? I could get that. Wordplay. Oh Ha-cha-cha. That's dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> well, you're, you come up with a better <laughs> maybe, reason. Maybe. Um, I, I have a couple theories. Let's hear them. Yeah, come on. Bring it up, smart guy. Dumb writing. because Or writing for kids because they don't know any better and they think that may be clever wordplay. You said a couple theories. One? Yeah, that's, that's only one, one theory. That, yeah. No, that was that was two. No, that sounded like one. I I, oh, I said, bad, I said writing bad writing and or okay. Yeah, I I said okay. Yeah, I said dumb writing or and or um the writing for kids who don't know any better. I guess you did. All right. Okay. I'll I'll give <laughs> a benefit of the doubt. Benefit it's not of benefit the doubt. of the doubt if you just gave us evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, so. Um, I was I was playing this with Austin. It was the first time I booted it up, and you know I'd spent like half an hour trying to get it, to, you know, micro, uh, Microsoft services to actually recognize that um, the account I was trying to play it on actually owned the game. And I remember we were watching the opening cutscene to it, and they were like the orb. I'm like, that's a cute that that's a cube. It's also Minecraft. This game is made- it's everything's a cube. Yeah, but that that's that doesn't mean that you could just say this is an orb, even though it's a cube. Because then does that mean that the houses that make up the villages are actually just giant domes? Cubes. Because if you say that no, because if you say yeah, they're made of cubes. <laughs> it's just I think it's just the storyline, man. They're they're trying to give you like, hey, you know, this is what's happening. Like this is an orb, right? It gives you like a little bit of an imagination. You have to think like a like a kid, right? You're like, oh, okay, I I can kind of imagine that as a squared orb with edges. 
Wait, you guys had childhoods? No. I was just I I was just born like this. With a beard and like freakishly huge hair. And a cynical attitude. Freakishly yeah. huge hair. <laughs> Have you seen his picture from the in the not Instagram, Snapchat? His hair is like all over the place. Well, yeah, it's because I haven't gotten a haircut. It's like a shih tzu on top of your head, and it just went too long. It has been eight months, but not six months. It's called scruffy. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. Shaggy. It's called, it's COVID. So is that the new hairstyle, COVID? Look at this. It's just all shaggy and wild and free. Yeah, it's It's lumberjack sheep. Yeah, it's it's cold. I live in an area that's still getting affected by COVID, and I'd rather not get sick. All Canadians look like that. Or you could just buzz your right. hair. I mean, that that's pretty cheap option right there. And then you get to cut I'm your not hair. Getting a buzz cut. Zzz. Moving on. Uh, basically, once Archie gets the orb or cube of power, uh, he then be he then enslaves the nation and local villages um, who wronged him, and begins his plan to rule the world in the way that he sees fit, where he holds all the power, and you are then sent to defeat Archie. And this is such an interesting storyline that I then wrote in a random opus as to how it's the pinnacle of storytelling. George Lucas himself would be amazed at the storytelling. You know, if I didn't know any better, I'd say that sounded sarcastic. <laughs> oh, it was. Where's I know. Sarcastic meter? Story- Quick, whip it out. Just be like, beep, 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 right? beep, 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 <laughs> my, my guy counter is off the charts. Oh, God. He's about to blow people. Yeah, um... If you can't tell, uh, this is not the most interesting storyline, and I don't think it needs to be. Um, it I, does not need to. Be. I will say, as I will say, I mean, objectively, it is simple, and it is hard for me as an adult who has been playing video games since I was about six or seven. Was when I can remember actually like starting to consistently play video games. You know, at this point. This is, you know, boring to me because I've seen it over and over again. I've been, you know, essentially grown custom or essentially immune to it. You know, there's nothing interesting here. I think for a kid who maybe this is, you know, the first first game or maybe he's just new to games and he played Minecraft earlier and he's playing this. I think this is a good way to introduce someone into an action adventure RPG. And this is a simple enough storyline that someone who is, you know, 10 or younger, which is what this game is rated for or 10 or up. Um, but I think I think someone who's about you know ten or eleven age could probably pick this up. And be like, yeah, you know what, this is this is okay. Well, I mean, you know, you could play this with just about anybody. I mean, I, I even have my grandma come check this out, and she's like, ooh, well, what do you do here? And it's like, okay, grandma, you, you have to beat the bad guy. She's like, how do I do that? You know, with with the simple controls. It, I mean, I can see your point. As an adult, it could be very boring. But if you're someone who doesn't play video games very often, or you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I-, I want to feel like a child again, right? You can just go back and be like, oh, you know, look at this. It's pretty simple controls. And I can beat this game in probably about eight hours, you know, or, or a little bit like 10 hours. Right. And that's, and that's why I mentioned the ESRB rating, because it's rated for everyone 10 and up. So, I mean, this is a kid's game. At oh, no, I let my eight-year-old play it. <gasps> oh, oh no, God, you're a terrible mother. I know. That's what I keep telling people. <laughs> wow, you guys have way different definitions of terrible mothers back. Listen, you don't even know, man. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I, I think that for a kid that this is, you know, th- I think this is targeted mainly for kids because Minecraft. Or its fan base. I, I, I would say a 
a majority of their audience is children. I think that adults are more vocal in terms of, you know, YouTube and that space and showing gameplay and whatnot, uh, or people who are, you know, you know, let's say 15 and up. I think they're a lot more vocal, but I think that children are the majority, the unheard majority of the Minecraft fan base. And so I think that this is going to appeal primarily to them. And, you know, depending on, depending on the person, I think the average adult would probably get bored with it. Yeah. But again, that's not to say it's bad. It is. Um, I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> What's that? It is bad. I mean, in terms of the audience that was trying to hit, I don't think it is. Overall, I didn't like it. Okay, but you also have to um, think about it this way, too. I mean, Minecraft has been around since I was in high school, and that's like 2011. You have at least nine years of fan base where a lot of people jumped on board. And, you know, I, I can see your point where it's more definitely pointed towards children or people who, who have never played, you know, a dungeon crawler game. But at the same time, I'm like, Look at how large Minecraft got. Look at how creative people like got to play this game. And they even included Minecraft in specific schools. Like what was it earlier this year? Canada, they they're using Minecraft as a teaching tool, right? Yeah, you guys went over that uh, in the first I think it was the first episode y'all did. Yep. Yeah. Uh talking about uh Monster Hunter World Ice. You listened to yeah. that episode? Yeah, I did. Oh wow, we're excited. really popular. Was... One more person on the poll list. Well, yeah, because yeah, because I I'd been waiting for BGA to get revived because I'd been watching that uh, back when it was, when was Crowley, Joe, and Jason. Oh. <laughs> but point is, it's like it just it's a large fan base, and I wouldn't be surprised that if it completely jumped over Animal Crossing, like was previously mentioned, because. There's a lot of people who play Minecraft. It's super simple. And, you know, to have like a little spin-off game, people are going to be like, "Okay, I've played Minecraft. Let's see what let's see where this goes. Let's see how this plays out." Yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. It's like to a child, to a kid, I think this would be a good game. But with my objective review of this with as, you know, with my own personal bias cuz I can't sadly get rid of that. Wah, wah. It's, I would not consider it good for me, you know, both personally and in my, uh, in my objective mindset, which I consider absolutely right with nothing wrong with it. Of course you do. Okay, Napoleon, yeah. the way to go. <laughs> but so, I mean, like, for instance, the controls, I think those are really well done, especially on PC. I can't speak for like the Switch because I didn't play it on there, but at least for PC, I thought that the controls made sense and they, I thought the form factor was. You know, was was pretty decent. On the switch, yeah, it was the controls were nice. pretty good too. Uh, the only thing that I did not like was, so you know how on the switch there is the second. Oh my god, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, the trigger. Um, is that like button. the 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 knobby thing? Bumper. <laughs> knobby thing. The knobby thing. What the heck are you so, talking so about? There's, there's joysticks, which are two. <laughs> That's what things. I mean. Joystick. I can't remember oh the word. Oh my god, you're such a bad gamer. <laughs> so you're talking about the one in your left hand. Oh, right the one in your god. right hand. Uh -huh. So like, the second one, and you know how you usually use it to like look around. Yeah, you I'm can't. guessing that's to aim. No, it's not even yeah, to aim. It's it, it makes you roll. Oh. Oh, oh, that's, that's yeah. what it was. It's the jump feature for I can't her. So in I the game, called it a knobby thing. Jesus. Oh, yeah, but you think that something like the A button would, like an A and a, and a directional input would be used to roll instead or 
Yeah, no. Yeah, weird. you think that could be just like a, di- a directional thing. But in the game, it, you know, for PC, you have the space bar to to do the jump or the rolly thing, as Cat described yeah. it. The rolly. No, thing. I yeah, the rolly. Legitimately roll. Yes, no. So yeah, in order to input a roll at a roll action, I thought it was jump. You had to. So you can jump if you roll off the edge, uh, but its main function is to roll or I guess dodge. Even though I never had dodge in this game because it was stupid easy, which is one complaint I did have, which is how easy this is. I mean, I think that the only times that Austin and I died was either when we, you know thought that we we weren't paying attention to our health and we thought we had more health than we did or when I ran into a boss because I just didn't care and wanted to kill it. Quickly. Yeah, I really did not like the position of the health bar. It's basically just the shape of a heart that's at the bottom in the middle of the screen where yeah, normally I would, I, it's at the top left or the top right just to give you like, hey, better, you know, better way to watch your health bar. Yeah, I, I kind of agree because I think... and. Maybe this this may go back to you know how kids or people who are new to games may be more reliant with having to look down at the at the HUD um, or the on screen display at the bottom to see you know okay what is this attached to this is attached to that okay and you press that whereas for people like us who are more accustomed to that you know we're able to after a couple quick glances at that we got it set in our memory yeah people like us and so don't we don't remember have to what constantly- the joystick is called <laughs> yeah and so we can lock that in our memory. And begin, you know, moving around without having to even look at the on-screen display. And so there's no reason for us to look down. And most games usually have it somewhere in the top of the screen. Minecraft yeah. traditionally has it in the bottom, though. Yeah, that is true. But Minecraft also, you're usually looking at your quick bar, uh, usually to remember kind of what you have on, on hand. True. So, or at least I did when I played Minecraft, but I was also a dumb kid. Was. Ouch. All right, I have to you right, set, so it, you set me up for that. Um, it's not my fault. That was a good setup. That was a really good setup. I'm so proud I'll, I'll of you guys. I'll give you props to that. That was, that was a good hit. I can't help um, it sometimes. Well, um, and... It's okay. But you know, the other aspect of this game is is the gear and the artifacts. And the artifacts Oh yeah. The artifacts are definitely interesting. You know, they're basically like um skills that you can gain from specific items you collect. So like one of them for me was being able to summon a creature to help me aid in battle and another one uh was just a super amped up way to fire my my arrows and turns it into like giant rocket bombs, right? So I'm just like, okay, this is pretty dope. This is kind of kind of fun, right? In a chill kind of way, right? But it was it was definitely adds to the gameplay cuz then it just helps so uh, that way you don't die. It, it it I don't know. I mean, I really enjoyed it. And Caden, I think you you had like a couple of cool artifacts as well when we were playing. Yeah, I had one that basically looked at all the players in the vicinity and whoever had the lowest amount of health got the healing bonus. And then once they had one that I could pop it down and it reju- re- resonated a healing aura. And then I had mushrooms that let me go berserk. And Austin literally watched me with like the dual daggers, which are super weak, but hit really fast. If you pair that with the, um, with the mushroom, and I want to say I had a damage buff on there that said, 
that hitting undead dealt more damage, and then I think it also did lightning damage. So I literally killed a boss right in front of Austin in five seconds. Oh yeah, like you know, it's not he, that he hard to up. level yeah. up to in this game. Oh no, like it's you know, like when you get to a specific level, you get to level two, it gives you um, an upgrade point that you can use on any item that's in your arsenal. So you can and. Sorry, go sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. Oh, off. you're so terrible, Caden. But yes, I thought you were getting to the end of it. No, I'm not at the end of it. You, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? But you basically get to use those points on any item or gear in your arsenal, and also get a special effect being able to add towards the game, like poison damage, thunder damage, chaining, berserking. You name it. It, it. There's a lot of skills that are that are based off of the weapons and the armor. Yeah, and it's. It's one of those things where you can also, every time you dismantle a piece of gear that has enchantment points spent on it to enchant it, you get those points back so you can then put them on your new gear, which I really liked because... Recycling. I can't so think, did I. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't think of any off, off the top of my head, but I know there have been a few games where you can pump up a piece of gear. Mm. Um, so... The Dragon Age series. Hold on. Yeah. I didn't get to talk in. about my thingies. Your thing. I was gonna. I was gonna let let you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Who's interrupting now? Me. Oh, oh, oh. Um. I lost my train of thought. Good job. Oh yeah, Dragon Age. So the Dragon Age series, when you'd put runes and sigils on your gear, those uh you could not get back. So once you put them on there, they were permanently there, and if you remove them or dismantle the piece of gear, they were destroyed. Now onto your thing, cat. Yeah, onto my thing. So I had the soul healer, uh, which basically it would suck up the souls of everything that you killed and heal you. Yeah, that's that's the one I was talking. I okay, that was the one I was talking about, and maybe it was it only healed you. It may have been the Tota one that shows a particular player. In fact, yeah, I think that's right. I think the soul one, yeah, the soul one healed you, and then the totem one healed whoever was at the lowest. Yeah, and then I also had the corrupted beacon. So basically, it um, like shoots out a ray of light and that just hits the mobs. Yes, nice. that sounds dope. Add that that does sound pretty awesome. So it, I mean, it definitely gives you a variety of skills and weapon sets. Which, I mean, once you find like your specific gameplay, for me, I was just kind of like speedily running by and then just beating the crap out of people, just like a berserker mode. Yeah, it, I mean, it has a base. It has a basic set of of gear that you can find. Uh, you won't find like a humongous variety of it. They all play the same. So like in other RPGs, you'll find you know a, a few of the same swords, but you'll find one sword that has a particular effect that's really good. Uh, to, from what I've seen, this doesn't have that. The artifacts will, will give you that kind of, oh, that's fun, or that's a cool thing they can do. The weapons, to, from what I got to play with, would, don't really do that. As much, I should say. I'm sure there are a few that I probably didn't find that did. Um, but it, it it does help make up for the fact that combat can get very repetitive and very boring really quickly. But you also I, have to admit, if you're playing as a single player, that gameplay it differs when you do like co-op mode with other players. Like when I joined Caden, well, it, it went from oh, you know, there's like a few. Like of these zombies running around, and then you, I joined up with him, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, they're just crowding us in specific spaces, and I think that's 
they update like the level basis depending on how many players play. Well, and it may it may be different if it's single player, but I think that even it's single player, and you know, for the bit that I played, it's you know, it's still felt kind of boring. Like, well, it's also because like you can be overpowered. Like you can get a really cool exactly set. Why. And and, it, yeah. and then you're just like you're flying through the level. I mean, I I remember when I started playing before Caden, I beat a level in like 10, 20 minutes flat. Like it wasn't even something that was challenging. I was just like, oh, this is the end. I I, I thought there'd be more, and there isn't a really lot of gameplay in the plot when you're playing like this game on each level. Yeah, and it's just yeah, there's not a whole lot of plot and. I think that I think part of the reason that I didn't like the combat is because ultimately it wasn't difficult. There weren't and there weren't any tactics that I had to use. Like there weren't some enemies that could only be damaged by melee, and there's some enemies that could only be damaged by bows. Everything could be damaged by everything. It was a very hack and slash, throw yourself at the problem until it until it works sort of deal. Yeah. So I mean, if I think that. If you want a game that you can just turn your brain off and kind of zone out, I think this is perfect. Kind of like a mobile but game. I th- kind of, but this has a lot more to it than a mobile game. Like, this doesn't feel like super gimmicky like a mobile game would. This, feel like, this feels like it has some actual design going into it. But again, I think going back to its target audience, I think it was focused more on making it good, you know, fun, you know, interesting for kids. You know, keep in mind that kids usually have a short short attention span anyway. So there's no sense in putting a tactic system and super advanced combat and super advanced plot in there for a kid who's barely going to remember any of that and is only going to play it for, you know, an hour at most and then move on to whatever else is interesting. I'm speaking of moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. I timed that oh, well. The goodness. base camp. I, I really need to talk about how lame it was. I thought oh, yeah. that maybe, you know, I saw the blacksmith and I'm like, okay, I can like pick my specific gear that I want for nope. my specific gameplay. No, it, it was disappointing because it's random and the price goes up the more that you purchase it. So it started off at 80 coin or 80 diamonds. Emeralds. And emeralds and it just it just went up from there it went up to 84 then to 89 and it just there was no it was just a one random gear and i was like that's so disappointing so i had a flashback as i was playing this and as you know i was kind of running around like "Ooh, what's this goodie oh there's like nothing over here quite didn't find a secret oh there's like a stable okay i don't have i don't have anything in here but maybe i'll get something oh look a blacksmith and you know, I was like, ah, I will bother with him. I want to save my money for, you know, the good stuff that he may get later on. I had a flashback to Destiny back when I first played that game in the Xbox One. Because I remember getting there and I was like, oh, cool. It's developed by the people who used to make Halo. It's going to be super fun and cooperative. It's going to be like, you know, a, a simplified MMO. This could be fun. And I remember that that little base camp, to, from what I can recall, was just as boring. And it had the same thing where if you wanted to get the really, like, if you wanted to get interesting gear, you had to go through a little loot box system that was a, a vendor that was like, yeah, give me money and I'll go ahead and, you know, give you a random goodie. 
I think they do that though, because with like you think of kids, and and you know it's for ten year olds yeah. and up. They're not right. going to know what right. kind of skill set they want to invest into. Oh yeah, and I mean if we could, we could dedicate a whole episode to me rambling as to why EA, like one of my biggest issues with EA with E Electronic Arts as a company is their loot box system and how it entices children to gamble and continue to engage in a system that rarely, that just in, encourages gambling and hardly gives the returns. Listen, that, you know, even Linda, just gambling. Monetary, <laughs> What's up? Gambling can be fun, just saying. It can, it can be fun, but yeah, well, you know, moving on, we can, Discuss this after the show. Why? You said but, you wanted yeah. to dedicate an entire episode. Boom. Yeah, but this isn't the episode. Mm, okay. Point is, it's just <laughs> when you're going to like the merchants and you're getting like a trader and a blacksmith, it's all random. I really did not like that because I'm like, okay, I want to have like poison damage. I want to be able to like just bowl through like my specific way of gameplay. And it, it just didn't give me that option. I felt they took that away from me. Like, that's what it really felt like. They gave me the option of being able to buy from a blacksmith and a trader, but not the opportunity to be like, okay, do I want like, you know, a really heavy, like armor set with a specific perk? Or do I want to be a little bit quicker like a rogue? So that way I can just slice through my daggers. No options, no opportunities. Yeah. Um, another disappointing aspect for, for me, at least, was the music and audio. I can't, I cannot for the life of me remember, recall a single bit of audio or music that is synonymous with this game. Well, I mean, I, I remember it. They were trying to be kind of Lord of the, of the Rings ish. Well, yeah, fan, fantasy like. Yeah, but you know, like adventure. Like, like, hey, you're going into the mountain of forges. And it's like, okay, all right, I, I can, I can kind of swell into it granted it wasn't as as great but and that's it's what still i'm saying there. it's like it, i mean it didn't detract from it i think it's similar to you know skyrim where you know the music for me it's not a detractor but i definitely couldn't tell you anything about it and i think that you know objectively if we're viewing this game as a whole i think that's it, it kind of loses some points for that on me because the fact that especially when i'm playing an rpg I want something that's going to immerse me in in the game, immerse me in the world that that game is depicting. And music is one of the keynotes that immerses you into that setting. Well, especially if it's like a, you know, like a fantasy-ish type of landscape. You're want you're going to want that background to give you better motivation. Be like, "Hey man, I I'm going to battle this bad boss here and just kick his butt, man. Like, you know, all sorts of fancy stuff, but it doesn't, it doesn't really yeah. excite I can't, me. I can't remember if there was even a change in the music between just the general music, the background music, and then the like boss fight music. So I, I think it loses points there because I think that in order to be a fantastic game, music, I mean, it, not even just music, but just audio. Like having a good narrate, you know, narration or having uh, good voice acting is definitely something you have to have. In my, I opinion. liked the narrator's voice. The narrator wasn't that bad, to be honest. I mean, 
you know, they she did some like some decent work. I, I at least felt that. Yeah, like, she had like that effort. that sophisticated British accent. Kate Blanchett. No. No. Oh. It's not what I said. Oh. Well, that's what I was trying to compare it to. Is it like don't put Kate words listening? in my mouth? <laughs> I do what I want. How's that working out for you? Works out pretty great. All right. Um, I mean, do we need to talk about the graphics? It's Minecraft. It's 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 what it is. It's Minecraft. I mean, I honestly, you know, I can accept that. I can live with it. It's an easy game for twenty bucks. I will say, I will say, I think there's. I don't know if this would be considered a gameplay mechanic or if this would be considered graphics because it kind of falls in between both. The map that you're given is awful. Because uh, I remember pulling it out, I was like, oh, this, there's a map. Oh, oh cool. You didn't like oh, it because it didn't show altitude. So you're roaming around yes. the map. And <laughs> all of a sudden, is important. Yeah, like, because if I'm trying to figure out where I'm going, especially if I'm in a mountainy area, like I was in, like w- where we were in when I figured out this was a thing, I was like, oh, I'll actually start using this. It's kind of, oh, wait, this says it goes somewhere, but oh, that's because that's three levels down and my guy can't go, you know, down more than one block. Better backtrack with oh, it forces you to go through here. And yeah, the I mean the level design was fine. It's just I think that if you're going to include multiple elevation, you should have a map that at least somewhat shows it. I think that really falls into the gameplay of it, not the graphics. And you know, I can I can agree to you on a specific point, but you're really able to see a lot of like points you know that are saying hey you know this is your main objective why don't you go over here you know it at least gives you that sort of directional aptitude especially you know even if the elevation isn't shown in the game i have to give well, it right. some credit but you are right elevation would give it a lot better like depth especially when you're trying to look at the map yeah the only reason i bring that up is because there's inevitably going to be players because the only reason maps exist is to tell the player where to go help them navigate the map because there are going to be some people who are going to get lost i don't know how they're going to get lost in this but they're going to get lost nonetheless maybe they're super young and a map like that that shows where exactly they are in relation to the environment uh including the elevation whatnot where they need to go is going to be vital because that's going to help them get unstuck and that's going to help them further enjoy the games. But did they re- uh, like, did you ever really get stuck though, Caden? Like, minus the elevation baloney, did you really get stuck? Like, were you? No. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is there are going to be people who are going to get stuck. And like I said, maybe they're just really dumb, which I mean, is a bad <laughs> thing, but maybe they're just dumb <laughs> and don't know, you know, maybe they're Maybe lost. they just didn't maybe realize there was a map at first, okay? <laughs> yeah, or, or or maybe or maybe they're a kid, like a super young kid, and think that like the map's gonna tell them where to go, and then they look at it and they just see a silhouette of the general area with no markers or anything to kind of tell them where they are. That's gonna irritate them. That's gonna frustrate them. Meh. I mean, yes or no? If I was a kid, I'd just be like, "Yeah, slave murder." <laughs> Is that what you were like as yeah, a kid? Maybe. Well, I mean, I did play a lot of San Andreas. So, I mean, we, you know, you know how that was back then. Grand Theft Auto, right? You're just like, I'm going to take your car. Get the heck out or I shoot you. It just, it, you know, kind of took it to other games. Yeah, I didn't what play I Grand Theft Auto as a kid. 
I played Grand Theft Auto as a kid. Definitely a lot of fun. But if if I was, you know, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I wasn't too concerned about the map. I know, Caden, it's kind of your pet peeve, especially since it's it's a a dungeon crawler, right? I mean, it's a nitpick. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say that it's a nitpick. But yes, with the genre of a dungeon crawler, people are inevitably going to get inevitably going to get lost and especially in the maps where there's a lot of change in elevation it's it's going to irritate some people it may not stump them and force them to just drop the game you know this is dumb throw their console across the room don't do that kids um but i think that it's going to definitely be an irritant for some for some players like it was me when i tried to use the map because i was like okay where am i gonna go okay here oh wait I can't go here because I thought I found maybe a shortcut. And no, I didn't because there's not that much creativity. It's Minecraft. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's the simple part of it. One, it's Minecraft. And two, it's $20. I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten this special edition because I, what, when I, what am I going to need with an extra chicken? No. Right. Um, and being that it is Minecraft, it is multiplayer and it is a dungeon crawler. What dungeon crawler doesn't have? co-op uh it allows up to four players and it has basically three difficulty levels but you can't access the other difficulties until you beat the level at the first difficulty so basically beat the game and then oh you're you're allowed to be you know at the next level right it's it's kind of diablo-ish it's it has the same concept honestly it's just like diablo man just super super simplified yeah, but at least Diablo had loot, like interesting loot that you could grind for. Like I could see if this game had really interesting rare loot. But um, I still raise the same point, Caden. The same point is it's one, it's Minecraft. It's not Diablo. And two, I it's twenty dollars. Okay, so then why are you comparing it to Diablo if it's not Diablo? Because children so it's not children. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's a dungeon crawler. It's intro Diablo. And with that, if it's going to carry over aspects like grinding out levels to get to hard difficulties to hopefully get, you know, better gear, then it needs to have the rewards that a game like Diablo would have, where you get better gear or more interesting gear. Well, maybe... And to my knowledge, it doesn't give you that. Well, maybe it's because the game's so freaking short, Caden. Like, it's so short. Like Then that's called padding. Then if you're if you're forcing someone to replay stuff because your game's so short in an attempt to elongate it, then it's padding. It's Minecraft. And that's in fact worse. It's Minecraft. That's the same point. It's my argument. I don't for this entire episode. Yeah. It's Minecraft. It's Minecraft. That's why I keep saying too. I'm like, it's like I get it, Caden. It it can frustrate you. It can make you extremely like touchy because it's you people love dungeon crawlers, but it's mm-hmm. still Minecraft. Well, I understand, but what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to compare it objectively to the genre, to similar games in its genre, to similar games that it is it is touching on. And while I will give you, while I will give some stuff because it is a, I would I would see it as an intro to dungeon crawlers like Diablo. You know, this is something you give your kid to play because he likes Minecraft and he's always wanted to play an action RPG like his parents did, like his parents talked about because he you know watched his mom or dad play Skyrim or something. Well, maybe it won't give them nightmares, you know, when you're blowing heads up or killing zombies coming out of the ground, you know, like Diablo. I've heard some people get nightmares from playing that game. 
But then you compare it to Minecraft and it's like, hey guys, it's just chill, you know, just kind of Lord of the Rings-ish. You're, you're going to be okay. There's no real slaying. You're just defeating bad zombies, bad, bad zombies. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Why do you keep comparing um, it to Lord then, of the Rings? I I think of Kate, like, I think of the, the narrator, the way that she does it. And I'm kind of like, okay, you know, it's like the, you know, the Fellowship of the Ring movie, right? You're like, hey, you know, kind of mysterious, but kind of like adventure like. No, the narrator's yeah. voice sounds like Kate Beckinsale in uh, Underworld when she does the narration. That's what it sounded like to me. Uh, uh, I mean, okay, I can give you some credit for that. God, I haven't seen Underworld in forever. Good movie. Good movies. Good yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of it. What? 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 Oh wait, you're probably way too young. That's probably right. What? To, uh, it's yeah, no. What is it? What? Is uh, we'll, we'll talk about vampires that. and lichens. Uh, <laughs> are you are you kidding? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think you flustered cat. I'm. I may have. Huh? <gasps> what? Oh, you need to watch them. <laughs> She's on to you, man. She's going to market uh, now. After the show, people, he's going to be like coerced into watching all four or five of five. the Underworld movies. They made a ton of them. Um, I'm going to make sure everybody in Discord knows. Okay, go I for will. it. But yeah, so um, they are looking at making some DLC. Uh, I believe they are coming out with an Island Realms, which I don't believe they've specified a release date on that. But the first one, the, the first actual kind of DLC expansion they are releasing is um, Jungle Awaken or uh, Jungle Awakens. So uh, Jumanji is what basically, <laughs> uh, and that's set to release uh, July of 2020. See, so relatively that soon. Bugs me. Why are you releasing a DLC so close to when you released the game? To get people to buy it. I know. Buy it but more. But that's, that's, that's extortion. Oh, oh, paid DLC is another thing I could we could dedicate an entire episode on. They just want their money, Kat. They're just like, I want this to start like getting fast. And people get bored. And that's part of the plot. That's part of the whole... For me, that's my well, whole, whole grid. Well, because I mean, game, game studios... Are the success of a game studio is based off of how much profit they can make off of a game. Oh, I get that. If they can make but more. But it's ridiculous. Like, that's content. The they already have. Oh, I hope. The content. <laughs> they already had the content. They had the content at the same time that they had the content for the game. They're just holding it back on purpose to make more money. Well, and that's. I wouldn't say. No, on, it is on purpose. 100%. I would say on purpose. And. and well, and here's why. I wouldn't say that that it's necessarily an on purpose with the intent to make more money. It may have been that they had they have a set release date. They have a set date that the that the comp that the development studio, uh, or maybe more specifically the publisher, I'm not I will say the publisher uh determines when the game needs to be released based off of the marketing team, blah, blah, blah. But they have a deadline to meet. So they have to get the game finished by that deadline or at least finish close enough. And that's why there's been a huge trend of day one patches, which I, you know, abhor by and large. But, so, 
anything that they may plan on you know, introducing that, they may have to kind of leave on the cutting room floor if they don't plan on you know, making any expand, you know, paid expansions and whatnot uh, because the fact that they have a deadline to meet or they may repackage that as a later expansion and then are told, okay, well, we've put X amount of time into it. We can't just release that for free and still you know, keep our, you know, our, our, our profit margin. We need to mm, see, go and release it. I have to argue with you on that one because my theory is they got really bad feedback about how quickly it is it, it, to beat this game. And for the developers to hear, hey, your game's super, super short. Like people can beat it, just the main quest line in like less than a day. They're probably going to be like, oh God, this game's too short. We, quick, we got to push the DLC. Like we got to make sure they're entertained. And that's why they pushed it all like so soon right after its release date. It's because the content's too short. They, do, they thought they were going to get better reviews. It's like, yeah, it's okay, but your plot line's really short and it can be easily beaten within the day. That says a lot. It's and got nothing to they, do with that. It's that they want more money. They're extorting uh, people. Okay. Well, let's... Well, this, this is a topic for another time. This is... Yeah, because this, this is definitely something we could do an entire episode over. Hooray! <laughs> so, Austin, I mean, overall, what are your you know final thoughts on this game? Uh, so, it's something... That it it could be popular, and you know, yes. It, I mean, for the opportunity for people to get into dungeon crawlers, it's it's not bad in regards to its simplicity. I mean, you know, my, my grandma could easily play this and still be able to be like at a high high enough level, right? But its own simplicity is probably its its downfall. It's and again, the storyline is so short. I literally cannot kid you play by yourself through one of the like the higher levels and you'd be really quickly surprised at how how quick you can beat that level you know and i literally beat half of the game in one night on the easy difficulty you know and i'm hoping that this can be an opportunity that they can maybe dig in and i know that the dlc is a huge huge conversation that needs to be later but maybe they can make it a little bit better make it expansive and somehow make it decent in the long run. You know, fan base, if you guys love Minecraft, I'm not trying to, you know, take a poop all over this game, but it, it took a 3 out of 10 for me. It was so short, it's way too easy, and I'm not able to select the gear or artifacts that I want to pick in order to make it more fun. And that's, that's honestly my, my deal. Uh, but I think I, I pass it off to Caden because I, I want to hear what you think of this game. Um, I definitely think it was designed to be a kid's game, which, again, is not to say that this is a bad game. But being that I have to you know kind of look at this from both my own perspective and what I think is an objective perspective, I think that while for a kid that this is a great action-adventure RPG that to introduce into the genre, lead them up to other series like uh, Diablo and other dungeon crawlers. I don't think that adults, especially ones that are very familiar with that genre and very familiar with the amount of tactics that you kind of have to put into that uh, genre, especially with the ones that are super hard and, you know, and difficult, you have to put a good amount of effort, mental effort into you know, just to get through that game. 
the combat is simple. Um, it's decent, but it is just simple. Uh, the gear did kind of you know, some of the some of the gear did kind of help to you know make that a little more interesting. Mainly the artifacts uh, and just kind of you know how broken can I make the gear combo and artifact combo I'm running. Um, the game runs well. This isn't a very intensive game, so I would imagine this is very well optimized for most systems, even your you know dual core budget. Uh, you know, laptop. Uh, but there are issues I have. the The story is boring and too simple, in my opinion. Maybe that was because kids would have more of an interest in it, be able to understand it more. But to me, I I could care less. There was nothing in there to kind of get me cement in the world. Um, again, lack of tactics kind of drove me away because I'm a huge RPG fan at heart, and I love. I love the fact that you can always introduce some sort of, you know, tactical advantage that you could give yourself by equipping a particular item against a particular type of enemy. Uh, and that, you know, that that's what I enjoy doing. And the I think that the the issue with the map not reflecting the elevation of the environment can become uh irritating and can make navigating the game kind of frustrating at times, uh, especially for those who may get a little stuck. So overall, I think I'd give it a 4 out of 10. It's not crucible level amounts of eh, but it's definitely my, not my cup of tea. And may, I think maybe it's just because I'm not the target audience for it. What about you, Kat? Meh. This game was meh. It's not the best, but for a dungeon crawler for children, it isn't bad. Um, if it came out the same year as Baldur's Gate 2 did, that's the only other one that I've ever played it would be crappy by comparison but I think it is a good game for the younger generation I know my son loves it so based on that and everything else we've talked about I'd say probably about a 6 out of 10 thinking from the mindset of its targeted audience not us you know yeah no I feel that I totally get it That's, that's, that's my spiel all right, yeah, you're you gave it a much better rating than I did. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> you were generous. No, I think I mean if I yeah, my son loves the game and plays it all the time. He even got my dad to play it with him. So it's for the target audience. It's a good game for us. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I, I think for the genre, I think it is kind of. A miss in terms of the genre, but for for a kids for a kids game, I do think it's 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 good. It's not too complicated where they get frustrated, but it's still challenging enough to where you can't right. move with your knobby thing. Listen, <laughs> I don't like you right now. Oh, I'm such a terrible person. I know, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so next week we'll be reviewing a game that I've been kind of looking forward to. That uh, asks the question, what if XCOM and Gears of War had a baby? Yes, we will be discussing Gears Tactics, um, a game that I have been looking forward to check out, and I've been meaning to play the Gears of War franchise, but I've seen gameplay of it. Uh, it looks really interesting. I love the world it's set in. I love XCOM, and I love the gameplay of that. So I can't wait to check it out. I don't have an opinion you know, on it, you know, so... 
We'll all see. It's, not it's first Gears of War. Shooter. It has like machine guns with chainsaws on them. How can you go wrong with yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, can't wait. But yeah. So if you'd like to come hang out with us or leave us some of your feedback, you can join the Creative Brain Candy Discord, which you can find at our website at badgamersanonymous.com by clicking the link in the top right corner. Uh, we've also got merch. Uh, if you want to check out the general CPC merch, uh, including Status, Smoke, um, Spoiler They Die, BGA, Drunkonomics, all that spiel, you can go to creativebraincandy.com and click the link in the top right corner that says merch. And if you want our specific merch page, if you don't care about those other shows, which you should because they're awesome, uh, the link straight to our merch page is in the show notes. And from all of us here at Bad Gamers Anonymous, myself, Kat, and Austin, we're signing out. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geems.